So I hope you guys are all having a fantastic Tuesday. I'm getting really super excited because I get to head over to um, Delaware to join the Unleash You Now team for their mastermind. And I'm super excited to go for that. So if you are also going, let me know. I would love to um, know who I'm going to be able to connect with over there. It's going to be pretty freaking amazing. And I can't wait for that. All right, let's go ahead and dig into this topic. I was having brunch with Corinne and Dawn on Valentine's Day, and we were having mimosas and the blueberry pancakes and all the amazing stuff. And I don't even really remember what the conversation that started this was, but I remember saying to her, we're no longer in our imprint period. We need to stop taking everything as fact. And I thought, crap, I need to do a Facebook live on that. And I need to um, do a podcast episode on it. So here we are. So I want to ask you, have you ever had that friend, maybe a sibling um, that everything just seems to click for or stepped back and wondered why two people can grow up in the same town under the same circumstances with relatively same experiences and they take two completely different paths? You may listen to people say that it's in your DNA, which it is. You may um, listen to people say that it's interests or, um, you know, the nature versus nurture debate, which, you know, we could all get into. But what I want to talk about is like, why? Why does it happen? Regardless of, um, yes, DNA plays a part in it. Yes, nature versus nurture plays a part in it. But why? In this episode, I really want to dig into why we make the choices that we make, what makes us think that things are important than others, and what can we do to tap into this new understanding and maximize our potential and our success. My name is Amber Furman, and this is the More Than Corporate Podcast. Welcome to the More Than Corporate Podcast. I'm Amber Furman, recovering perfectionist and serial accomplisher. If you're anything like I used to be, You've been living your life thinking that if you accomplish enough stuff, you'll finally find the success you've always wanted. But what if it's not about accomplishing more stuff? What if it's about accomplishing the right stuff? I believe you don't find success. You create it by intentionally designing the life you want and having the courage to get out of your comfort zone to live your design. I went from doing what I was supposed to do to doing what I love to do, and now I get to help others do the same. Keep listening as I chat with inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day and learn how you too can live the life you've always wanted. Really quickly, before we jump into this topic, this episode is brought to you by Success Development Solutions. Do you wish that you could be more productive? Do you ever wonder why you set goals and then you let that fizzle off and you don't take the action that you need to take? If you answered yes to that, I've created a productivity masterclass that helps you get clear on what you want, why you want it, and then gives you the steps necessary to bring your dream life into a reality. Yes, you're going to get tools and resources to help you draft your day, and you'll also get knowledge and information on how self-sabotage works, how your mind is working to keep you safe. Harness the power of your unconscious mind to start to move you closer to your goals. For more information on this five-day masterclass, head over to productivity.successdevelopmentsolutions.com. And I really look forward to helping you design the life you've always wanted. All right. So this topic. So you saw in the title and in the heading that I put that you're no longer in your imprint period. So stop taking everything as fact. What does this mean? 
I think it's so crazy that when I talk to brothers that are so close in age, that they make a comment that they can't believe how different they are. And it seems so strange. They had the same upbringing. Or did they? Science has proven and sociology has proven that there's actually three periods in the development of our values, the development of what it is that we find important. The first is our imprint period. And this is really where this episode comes into play. The first is our imprint period. It's from about the ages of zero to seven. And this is a period of time where we take everything that we hear as fact. Everything that's said to us, we soak it up and we're like, oh, that's true. Somebody could tell us the sky was red and we'd say, oh, that's red. We don't know any different. The second period is from about the ages of eight to 13. And this period is known as the modeling period. This is where we start to take all of those things that we've learned as fact. And now we implement those in this modeling, in this modeling period. And what we do is we look at the people around us, the people that are really close to us, our um, parents, grandparents, the people who are raising us, our guardians, and we start to model their behavior, taking everything that we know from our imprint period. And then you have your socialization period. And this is from about the ages of 14 to 21. And this is where we take everything that we learned through our imprint, all the behaviors that we learned through modeling, and we start to go out into the world. We start to interact with our peers. Peer pressure becomes a thing. We start to figure out where we fall, what our social values are. These things together get stored in the unconscious mind. And as adults, they dictate everything that we possibly do. So when I talk to you guys about this meme that we see all the time floating around. And I did an episode on this, on this meme of you'll spend a certain amount on this, but you won't spend it on this. So you'll spend a thousand dollars on an iPhone, but you won't spend a thousand dollars on a personal development conference. The reason that that exists isn't because a person is trying to avoid the personal development conference consciously, it's because unconsciously they have not decided that that is valuable to them based upon the experiences, knowledge, and model of the world that they've created. Tell me if you can relate to this. I'm going to talk about sales because I um, am I'm reading the sales EQ right now. So it's right on my mind and it's easy to kind of turn into this analogy. You buy a course from someone that you connect with. You Maybe this is a friend of yours. Maybe it's somebody that you um, have met and you've built a relationship with, but they say, hey, I have this sales course. And you say, oh, sweet, I want to get better at sales. So I'm going to buy that course. And you take in everything that they tell you because you know nothing about sales. You are learning what you didn't know that you didn't know. There's all this stuff. It's like a whole new world for you, right? So you implement what they tell you to do. You start to see an increase in results. You start to see a change in the way that you're showing up and progress towards your goals. And you think, man, I want more of this. And so you find somebody that goes a little bit deeper and you buy that course. And that course is great but now there's things that are popping up in that course that are different from what you were told before. And you think, wait, wait a minute. How am I supposed to implement both of these things at the same time? Which one is right? And the answer is they're both right. And the product and um, process that you implement is going to be completely different than the process in either of those courses. And that's going to be right too. 
because we take what we learn and we use it in the way that only we know how with our personality, with our beliefs, with our model of the world. This is where stop taking everything as fact comes in. When you, we should always, in order to grow, be taking different perspectives and implementing those in a way that fits us. So we should be learning from groups of different people. We should be putting ourselves in different experiences. We should be seeing how that interaction uh, makes us feel, what we think about it. Is it something that we're aligned with? Can I take this and implement it into what I'm doing? Can it make my process better? We can only have that conversation if we acknowledge that everything we hear may not be fact to us. There was a point in time where this served you, and this was that imprint period, and it ended at the age of seven. Now you know so many different things. You have experiences that allow you to take the tools and resources that you learn, that you read, that you hear, and determine what parts of those you want to implement and what parts you want to leave behind. You say to me, you hear me say all the time that you get to design the life that you've always wanted. And one of the keys in doing this is to take these multiple perspectives, analyze them and see how they fit into your current model of the world. But here's the other key. If we're growing, our model of the world will change. So making sure that we put all of these on um, a shelf and we revisit them from time to time. Have you ever read a book and you think, okay, I got everything out of this book that I possibly can. And then something happens and you decide that you're going to go back and read that book again. And you take whole new things out of it. Every single time we do something, we're evolving. We've changed. Something about our values have changed. Something about what we think is important has changed. And now we see a whole new insight. I can't remember who said this, but I remember somebody saying that they read books that are really important to them at least once a year. And there are certain books that they have on their list that they read once a quarter. And it's because every time they read it, they take new things from it because they have changed their values enough to change their perspective of the world to now be able to take in information that they couldn't take in before, information that they couldn't process before. So we should always be analyzing, is this way that I'm doing things still the best way to do it? Is there another way that fits for me? Who can I learn from? What can I now incorporate into what I'm doing in order to make my process better? So I was trying to think about the best way to, to um, describe this, and this story immediately popped into my head. So this is what we're going with. I used to be an absolutely awful cook, like horrible, awful. My friends and family had this joke that I could burn boiling water, and they weren't wrong. You've heard me say in the past that we believe the words that we say, right? We believe what we tell ourselves. And so the more I told myself, I can't cook, I can't cook, I can't cook, the more I couldn't cook and I didn't even try. And so I got married and I was having my first Thanksgiving and I really wanted to cook Thanksgiving dinner, but I can't cook, right? So I call my grandma. My grandma used to own a restaurant and I say, grandma, help me out here. 
um, I, I took this turkey and I took it over to another friend of mine and she like prepped the turkey for me and she stuffed it. And she's like, literally all you have to do is put this in the oven and wait for this little red thing to pop out. And I was like, okay, I got that. So I called my grandma and I said, grandma, help. I got the turkey taken care of, but what do I do? Like, how do I make the potatoes? I want to make potatoes from scratch. I'm an Idaho girl. Um, instant potatoes are like the worst thing an Idaho girl can do. Right. So I was like, I need to make these potatoes from scratch. Tell me how to make mashed potatoes. And so my grandma did, <laughs> at least I thought she did. I'm not sure if the breakdown was in grandma's instructions or in my listening. It, it was probably a little bit of both. Um, I did exactly what grandma said. So I grabbed my bag of potatoes and I'm peeling them, right? And I put them in water so they don't go brown while I'm peeling them. And then I put this big pot of water on the stove and I put some salt in it and I let it boil. And then I put my potatoes in there and I wait. And I'm like, there's got to be something wrong. One hour turned into two. And I think it was probably at about the two and a half hour mark of waiting for these potatoes to boil that I called my grandma. And I was like, grandma, there is something wrong with my potatoes. Like, I don't know what, what's wrong with potatoes, but I did everything that you possibly told me. And she's like, okay, tell me what you did. So I'm replaying this process to her. And she says, well, you probably didn't cut them small enough. Pull them out, um, let them cool for a minute, and then cut them into smaller pieces. And I said, whoa, grandma, <laughs> you never said anything to me about cutting potatoes, right? So I put these big, huge Idaho potatoes in this pot whole and expected them to boil. I didn't know any better. I had never made potatoes because I can't cook. Right. Eventually I got Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner on the table. I had some hungry friends and family in my house. Um, but I did have an amazing story to tell one that I've never lived down. And one that reminds me of so many lessons as I continue to grow. Thank God my cooking skills have improved because let me tell you, it would really be awful to still think that you boil, you made mashed potatoes by boiling potatoes whole. So now what do I do when I want to cook something? Um, I, I take inspiration from other places. I may start with a recipe because let's be clear, I'm still no chef. So I, um, I may start with a recipe, decide what I like about it. What if there's something in it that I don't like? In the past, if there was something in that recipe that I didn't like, I would have scrapped the whole recipe. I didn't have the skills, knowledge, and education to be able to take something out of that recipe and know how it works. So I would search the internet for a recipe that didn't have that ingredient in it. Now, as time go, has gone on, because I've cooked enough and practiced enough and grown enough, I can take um, a recipe and I can make it my own. And I can say, hey, I want to add this or I want to add this. Um, I like this recipe, but I'm also craving shrimp. So I'm going to put that in there. Whatever it is, it doesn't make the recipe wrong. It doesn't make my way wrong. It means what I have done is I have taken something that someone has created and I have decided what I like about it, what I don't like about it. I've decided what is more to my personality style, my taste buds, my liking, and I've adjusted it. 
And then it's become my recipe that's been adjusted from multiple other experiences. The way we learn things is no different. We start not knowing what we don't know. And that's where this first course comes in, whatever it is. That's where this first introduction to this topic comes into play. We start by not knowing what we don't know. And then somebody teaches us and we realize that there's this whole new world out there. This whole new world that we didn't know existed. Now we know it exists and we get to start learning more about it in order to figure out how it works for us. One of my great friends did a podcast episode on um, the Unleash, it's the Unleash You podcast. And he talked about like, this idea of modeling. And he says, nobody can ever truly model everything that you do because they're not you, right? We could never take a course, a product, a book, a resource, whatever it is, and implement it 100% the way that it's meant to be implemented. Because number one, if we did that, we would be robots. And number two, it wouldn't resonate with the people that want to see our personality, that want to see us, that want to connect with who we are. So we take what we learn and now we start to figure out how we tweak those things to be our style. How do we tweak those things to create our product, our service, our solution? Sometimes we do something accidental. Sometimes we don't mean to do something. We think we've messed up and that's the thing that gets us the most traction. And all of a sudden that gets put in the rotation. So many of the amazing things that we see on social media were never meant to be that way. But who knows that other than the person who posted it? So then we take that and we incorporate that into the rotation and we move on learning more about this topic. You are no longer in your imprint period. Stop taking everything as fact. Start learning from multiple groups of people. Start learning from multiple resources. Start taking information and figuring out how it best works for you, for your goals, for your product, for your services, for the life that you want to create for yourself. Everybody has their own way of doing it and everybody's way of doing it is exactly right for them. And their way is not going to be exactly right for you. You have to become comfortable making those changes and making something that is true to who you are. Otherwise, you come off as entirely inauthentic to the people around you. The only way that we grow, the only way that we reach our goals, the only way that we accomplish what we want to accomplish is by being able to take little pieces from the people around us, decide what we like, decide what we don't like, and create a style. There's an amazing, amazing book because I struggled with this for so long. And I feel like sometimes I still do. There's an amazing book called Steal Like an Artist. And I will put the link to that if you're watching this in the community page. I'll put that in the link to the community page. If you're watching it on the podcast or the YouTube channel, we'll put it in the show notes. Um, but this book talks about how there's very little original thought. You can trace everything that you see back centuries to where we believe it was originally started. And then you find out that I'm sure that there was somebody who said it before that and before that. The key is making it your own, making it something that is true to you and who you are.
And this process is really how we create the life that we want. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I'd love to know what you think about this episode. Comment underneath it. Send me a message if you'd like on social media. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to know if you agree, disagree, what your thoughts are. As always, remember that you have the ability to define your best life. You get to design the blueprint for the life that you have always wanted to have. And then you get to get out of your comfort zone and go live that life. Take care, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast. If anything that was said during this episode resonated with you or provided value in any way, it would mean the world to me if you would head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the More Than Corporate Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If you'd also like to connect, I've created a Facebook group that is full of amazing people who also make it their mission to live their best life every single day. If that sounds like something that you're interested in. The name of that Facebook group is Success Center. Head over there, request to join, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.